Thank you for tuning in to Naptime Lessonettes. I hope you find this podcast encouraging in your own personal walk with Christ. And please join me in praying that we see many souls saved as a result of this ministry. And remember, every day is a blessing. Hello, friends, and welcome to the very first episode of Naptime Lessonettes, a women's devotional series. I am your host, Juliana, and I am so beyond excited to share with you all what the Lord has laid on my heart. But before we get into today's devotion, allow me to introduce myself. Um, first of all, I'm 25 years old. I am the mother of three young boys. I got married when I was 17, and my husband and I are coming up on our eighth wedding anniversary. Um, my husband and I um, serve in our youth department at our church and we help teach in Sunday school as well as serve in other areas like uh, I sing in choir and I work in nursery and my husband helps in the preschool department from time to time as well but we truly have a heart for the teenagers at our church and we love all the teenagers that we are blessed to work with Um, just for safety purposes I will not say what church we attend in case this does become a huge success like I pray that it will be but I will say our denomination is Baptist So that's just a little bit about myself, and I hope as time goes on, you'll be able to get to know me even better. Um, I just want to address the name of the podcast right before we get into our first lesson. So let me explain that a little bit. The reason it's called Naptime Lessonettes is because, for one, the only time I have to sit down and record is when my younger boys take their nap for the day. Um, But Lessonettes comes from a dumb joke that I made one time, and it just kind of stuck. So when I teach Sunday school, I always try to have something prepared to fill up all the time I have, but a lot of times I end up maybe talking too fast, either from nerves or whatever it is, and I end up finishing my lessons with 10 or 15 minutes left of class. So when that happens, I usually tell them that that was my lessonette for the day. So here we go. This is our first devotion. The, the title of my devotion today is going to be, Are You Available? Now, if you've been in church long enough, you may have heard this quote. Um, and we hear a lot of quotes at church that maybe we don't give it a second thought. But one of my favorites that stuck with me is, God does not want your ability. He wants your availability. And trust me, I understand as a busy mom, between getting kids ready or feeding them breakfast or bathing them or changing their butts a hundred times a day. Um, There's even doctor's appointments and the grocery shopping and the never ever ending chores and messes. I know that it can be hard to stop what you are doing in your daily life and just think, how can God use me to be of service to someone else when I am so overwhelmed with my current responsibilities? I would like to turn to John chapter 4. I'm going to start in verse 3. This is a familiar passage about the woman at the well. So I'm going to start reading here. Um, And this is talking about Jesus. It says, He left Judea and departed again into Galilee, and he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied, with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Now I find it interesting, I would just like to point out that Jesus waited for the woman. 
He knew that she was going to show up. And he waited a long time. And I know he was weary, but I mean, Jesus is God and God knows everything. So he knew that she was coming. He sat and waited till she was there doing a daily task that she had to do every day to be able to get water. And that was a place where she was available to serve and talk with him while she did that. So the first thing we need to recognize is that we do have times in the middle of our day and what we are doing where we can speak to others. Whether we go to the park, and you may not consider that a chore, but with three kids and especially very hyper boys, um, I do. Or you're at the grocery store, the doctor's office, or wherever you're at, there are other people around you. And you can make it a point to make small talk with these people and ask about them. Um, Ask how their day's going. You know, ask, you know, how old are your kids? Where do they go to school? Do you go to church anywhere? Um, or, or you may be able to meet a need of a person. I know the other day at the grocery store, I was in the checking out at the self-checkout and the people next to me were, there were two men talking like, oh, I don't have the, the last 40 cents. Do you have 40 cents? And they were talking to each other and I'm like, here, I got 40 cents. Like no big deal. You know, but if you aren't taking the time to listen and to look and to talk with the people around you, you may not notice that they have a need. You may not even notice them there at all if you're so focused on you. So that is my first point, is that we do have times in the middle of what we're doing where we can speak to others. Um, so I'm going to keep reading here. I'm going to start in verse 9 where we left off. It says, Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest ask of him, and he would have given thee living water. And the woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw from, to draw with, and the well is deep, from whence then hast thou that living water. Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself? and his children, and his cattle. Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. So, I mean, Jesus didn't even need a bucket, right? She noticed that um, he didn't have anything to draw the water up with. And she asked him, like, how are you going to do that? But Jesus is the living water. And in verse 14, it says, But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. So if you are saved, you have a never-ending supply that Jesus provides. He always makes a way. You don't need tools. You just need Jesus. If you purpose in your heart to remember that he's with you in every task and there when you speak to every person, then you can recognize that you already have the water springing up inside you to offer to everyone who is thirsty. I'm just going to keep reading here. On verse 16, Jesus saith unto her, Go, call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus um, said unto her, 
Thou hast well said, I have no husband, for thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou hast thou now hadst is not thy husband, and that said said thou truly. The woman saith unto him, Sir, I perfe- I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said un- saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him in must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. Whoa, that was hard to get through. (laughs) But um, the point that I want to bring out here is we can worship God right where we are. We are supposed to worship God in spirit and in truth. If you are saved, the Holy Spirit is with you wherever you go. So right now, wherever you are can be a place of worship. If you are sitting in traffic, you can sing praises to him in your car. Or if you're folding laundry right now, you can thank him for the clothes he has provided for you. Or even if you're laying down to go to bed, you can pray for those in need that God would step in and intervene in their situations. If you find a moment in your day to talk to a friend, ask them how you can pray for them. So, I hope this first little lessonette has been an encouragement to you. I would like to just leave you with these thoughts again. Um, Are you available? Only you can answer that. You know that. And if you aren't, how can you become available? One, you can recognize that you do have opportunities to speak to others. Two, you don't need tools. You just need Jesus. And three, you can worship right where you are. I just want to thank you again for tuning in to our first podcast here. And I hope that you come back. But while you're still here, I would just like to pray for you and for anyone who's listening. I'm going to bow my head. Lord, I just want to thank you for this opportunity to reach others. And I pray that you give us all an opportunity to reach others every day. I pray that we see souls saved through this ministry. And Lord, just please be with me and always give me the words to say and to speak boldly through the Holy Spirit. And Lord, just be with everyone because they travel throughout the day and keep them safe. And Lord, please put people in their lives that help them and care for them and show the light of Jesus. And I ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hi guys, my ultimate hope is through this podcast, if you haven't already, that you come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. If you aren't sure what that means, allow me to ask you a simple question. Do you know for sure if you died today that you would go to heaven? If that answer is anything other than yes, then I can tell you how to know for sure. First, we have to recognize that heaven is a perfect place. And since we are not perfect, we can't go or it would no longer be perfect. The reason we are not perfect is because we are born into sin. The Bible tells us all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 
And if we die in our sin, the wages of sin is death. That death means not just your physical death, but eternity and death in hell. But God sent his son to be born of a virgin and live a sinless life and to die on a cross to be the payment for our sin. That son is Jesus. He died on the cross and was buried and three days later rose again. And if you believe that and ask Jesus to come into your heart and be your personal savior, then when you die, you will be with him in heaven because your sin is covered by his blood. So if you believe that, then there's only one more step to know for sure that you would go to heaven. In Romans, the Bible tells us that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you are ready, you can bow your head and I can lead you through a prayer to ask Jesus to be your Savior right where you're at. Just repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. Please forgive me of my sin. I believe you died on the cross for me and was buried and rose again. Please come into my heart and save my soul and take me to heaven when I die. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. And help me to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer today, then you are now a child of God. Nothing you do or say or anything else can ever take that away from you. If you can, please leave a comment on our Facebook page if you got saved, so that I and others can be praying for you in your continued walk with Christ. And remember, every day is a blessing.